welcome back to Gather the Scattered Podcast. My name is Casey Purvis and I'm your host. So let me tell y'all about last week. Uh, you know, the week where Valentine's and Lent, aka Ash Wednesday, fell on the same day. Like who in the world was in charge of overlapping these two days? Like I know that guy or girl got so many questions that day. Like, what were you thinking? And I guarantee you they are questioning his position. He might have got fired. Who knows? I mean, for me personally, I thought Lent was the following week. So I gave up sugar. But little did I know, Valentine's and Lent fell on the same day where the sweets are plentiful. But that's okay. I'm up for the challenge. And something else that can be challenging is staying connected with family when you live apart whether that's a different city, a different state, or even a different continent. We've now been gone away from our hometown for seven years, so staying connected takes some extra effort. My whole life, I was connected to the same community, the same awesome people, and the same roads I had always traveled down. But when we left Alabama, we left all that behind. I remember moving into a neighborhood that had so many houses and unfamiliar faces that were from places I had never heard of. And when we would go back to Alabama, everyone would want to know what this new mysterious community was like. So I love to tell stories. And this was super fun for me to be able to relay all of our new encounters and new nuances we experienced. For example, the one I would tell uh, most often, and don't judge me here, was that we had a recycling can that a recycling garbage truck would come to pick up every week. Okay, where you're from, this may be normal. But where I'm from, (laughs) the nearest recycling center was about an hour away. And our regular trash that was picked up each week were picked up by the convicts who were charged with misdemeanors from the local jail. This was just part of their punishment. (laughs) And kind of smart, I guess, if you're thinking about it from a tax purpose, you know. And a lot of times we would burn our own trash. We lived on a few acres. So this was the normal, y'all. And inviting friends and families to these kind of experiences really kind of helped connect us together. Of course, it doesn't give them the actual experience of living the life we were living, but it gave them a perspective perspective of where we were. And that could be the disconnect with your family and friends. Sometimes when you live apart, there is a sense of mystery about where you are, what you're doing, and the new people that are in your life. You're doing so many new things that the people you left behind just don't know how to connect to. But you can bridge that gap of physical distance. You just have to know how. Because when there is a loss of connection, someone can feel a sense of rejection. How do we do that? How do we bridge a physical gap that, so that no one feels left out? My first suggestion is to use the Marco Polo app. Me, my sister, and a few friends use Marco Polo to help stay connected. My sister works from home and she has a toddler whom I just love so much and I just love talking to her in general. So this is a great way for me to not miss out on some of the day-to-day moments. But for some of you who don't know what Marco Polo is, think of it like sending text messages but in video form. 
you're basically receiving and recording videos back and forth. It's great because we don't always have time to have a phone conversation. So this is a good supplement where we can see each other, tell a story, or just give a reminder for something that our mom brains can't hold any longer, and we have to get it out right then. My next suggestion is something my husband and I incorporated with our kids while he's been away from military training before. At the time, our class at church was talking about praying and to make sure we pray more with our children. So I decided to incorporate prayer time during our FaceTime chats before bed. So each night after the kids are fed and bathed, we FaceTime my husband to catch up on the day and to see each other. Then at the time of our, at the end of our conversation, we all take turns and hold the phone and pray aloud. We go around in a circle until everyone has prayed aloud and we don't usually start with the same person each night. Y'all, what I love about this is that praying, first of all, takes practice and doing it in front of other people takes practice as well. It has really given our kids an opportunity to see who and what we pray for. And it also gives us parents an opportunity to see what's in, on their hearts. I also think it's a great way to build on public speaking. We had family in town once while my husband was gone on training and the kids wanted to have everyone else join in on the prayer time as well. It just warmed my heart when they asked that. So maybe you could incorporate a FaceTime prayer too. I guarantee you it will make you feel more connected. My last suggestion is to take your family or friends to your favorite places in your new community. This will give y'all something to do when you visit and something for your guests to look forward to. When we have family come in town, our kids love to take them to their favorite trampoline park. They have fun and we all have fun watching them play. It's been a it's become a place we normally visit each time family comes because everyone's familiar with it. Everyone knows what to do, where it is, and the fun that's to be had. This also helps them to connect to where you are, and it can help with conversation in the future when they're back home. One of my favorite things to do with friends and family when they come visit is to go to local coffee shops. There's just something about supporting small businesses and trying new coffee styles. I've mentioned to my sister this great coffee shop that I visit weekly in South Carolina. And I talk about it so much that she finally asked me, hey, why don't you take me there next time I come for a visit? She has a similar local coffee shop that she absolutely loves. And I think she has bought so much coffee from them by now that she has paid their building rent three times last year. That's not a joke. It's actually a fact. They have a great loyalty program there where if you buy 12 coffees, then you get the next one free. You just input your phone number into the system each time and a text message is sent to your phone number after each purchase. So my very kind sister who lives multiple states away uses my phone number that each time she goes so that once I come home for a visit, I have a free coffee and I just love that. And when I get that text message from Yellowhammer Coffee, y'all, it sparks a smile and makes me feel so connected to my hometown. So I'll leave you with the question my sister asked me so that she could experience something with me that I enjoyed and could connect us together. Why don't you? 
Thank you so much for being here today. Help me gather the scattered and let's meet back here on Monday. Bye for now.